Hello, everyone. How's it going? My name is Lily Monroe, and you are listening to Escort Confessions. And about a month ago, I emailed a bunch of male providers, male escorts, to find out what the industry is like for them. And uh, one of them, he's been to like more than 90 countries. Uh, he's been industry since 2017, and his name is Alexander Budon. And uh, yeah, basically, like I emailed him a bunch of questions, he answered, and unfortunately, he cannot be here with us because the guy is super busy. He owns multiple businesses and escorts on the side, and I respect the hustle. So I'm going to be reading the super smart answers that he gave me. So the first question I asked was, how did you get into the industry or did someone prompt or inspire you? This is what Alexander says. Most of the male providers in this line of work typically get into it because of the money and for the adventure. This may sound strange to most people, but mine was neither. While I appreciate the above two aspects of this line of work, I got into the industry because I enjoy connecting with accomplished ladies and I was hoping to find love in this highly unconventional way. I love that. I love that. Um, although I typically come off as someone who is confident and a take-charge type, when first meeting someone, I am rather shy at first. I do not go to bars or clubs and am too busy for conventional dating. Therefore, I thought that this would be a great way to meet successful women. While in today's society, many, mel many men feel intimidated by accomplished women, typically due to their own insecurity, which is, yes, I agree, I agree. And he very much looks up to accomplished women and cherishes them. Um, yeah, you know, that's a really good um, point to find love in this unconventional way, because I myself meet so many successful guys, and uh, quite a few times I, I looked at the guy and I was like, okay, you're a really young, attractive guy, like, it looks like everything is going for you and like why are you single what why do you need me so yeah um that's a really good way and i know like a lot of um i've heard stories that um some clients they do end up dating escorts and escorts end up retiring so um but yeah i, I really love that yes so uh the second question i asked was when did you start escorting to which alexander says I started escorting around 2017. After that, I had a serious relationship with an extremely high-profile lady who at that time was not aware of my side profession, and as a result, I took a break in between while I was with her. But we can say that for the most part, I have been active since 2017. Uh, third question I asked was, were you ever, were you ever in an escort agency, and if not, what is your work schedule usually like? To which Alex replied, I value my and others' privacy highly. As a result, I would never work for any agencies. While I consider it a great way to get exposed to clientele, I prefer to do my own marketing, CEO, and most importantly, I want to keep my name and my clients confidential. A middleman would just jeopardize all this. Interestingly enough, over 80% of my clientele are ex-clients of Cowboys for Angels. While we are talking about a reputable agency, I won't get into the details as to why I get so many clients after they try them. 
Let's just say that I'm very fortunate to have met so many wonderful ladies with positive energies. The fourth question. I've read on your website ad that you have visited over 90 countries. How often do you travel? To which he replies. I travel every other week, sometimes even every other day. Nobody in this industry does quantity. Okay, you'll be surprised, <laughs> but <laughs> I know a lot of providers do quantity, so. Um, but anyways, the mail industry is not set up that way. However, I have been very fortunate that the handful of clients I have keep me traveling most of the time all over the world. A trip, a trip is typically 7, 10, 14 days, depending on the destination and the client. Question number five. What are your top three favorite places you have been to? So in general, I enjoy any place that has a warm climate, clear water, fresh air, and great food. Having been to over 90 countries, it is incredibly difficult to just pick three or even 10 places. One of the best things about travel is that you realize how one country can be so vastly different than the other. I enjoy experiencing the best of each place. Some places are known for their culture, another is known for their food, other is about history and so on. I typically enjoy experiencing a few things about what the place is famous for and very much enjoy downtime as well and making an in-depth connection with the person I am with. Number 6. Do you think sex work will ever be legalized in the United States among other countries? To which he replies. Quite honestly, there are many ways we could approach this subject matter. From a political, religious, historical, and sociological perspective, and your audience will get bored and tune in to another channel. There are many fine lines in this industry. As we know, sex in exchange for any compensation is illegal in most parts of the USA. Now, providing companionship in exchange for money is completely legal on the other hand. And if two or more consenting adults of legal age decide to get intimate with each other in the end, it is another story. Existing laws are also just one thing. If you have laws but they are sparsely enforced, then I don't see it as a major concern for either side. My personal opinion is that the best solution would be something similar to what Canada does. Regulate it, tax it, and create a safe environment for people who are looking for consensual fun without any fears. Will it ever be legalized? Maybe in a decade. Question number seven. What are your favorite social events to attend when someone books you for a date? To which Alexander replies. I very much enjoy events where I can properly dress up. I spend way too much time without clothes anyway. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> same here, same here. <laughs> um, the events I enjoy the most are including but not limited to black tie events, fundraisers, the opera, symphony, ballet, and a variety of other intellectual events. I enjoy dazzling people with my brain, not just with my looks, especially when my client is unaware of the level of my intellect prior to the event, and I make her proud and the subject of jealousy in the room. This gives me a um, really good idea to put that, yes, I do want to go to ballet in the opera, because like one of the bucket list wishes. So question number eight. Why do male providers charge less than female ones? On average, females charge 500 an hour while males charge 400. It's hard to find a good male companion and there's not a lot of them. So wouldn't they charge more? To which Alexander replies. 
If you allow me, I would like to clarify this a little bit. As a national average, I am inclined to agree with those numbers, but Las Vegas has a much wider range of rates for both men and women. In Las Vegas, independent female providers charge anywhere between 500 1500 per hour. Jeez, okay. Mm. Male providers charge between 200 to 400 per hour. Big difference. When you put it that way, you can see that the gap is much wider there. Why do men charge more? I can only speak for myself, I set my price just below what an agency charges for its more popular talent. I figure that the agency has this all figured out, so charging a slightly lower fee would justify my rate. Why is it so hard to find quality male providers? That does make me wonder as well. I think most men you see on some listing sites taking a selfie with their cell phone camera of their six-packs or worse other x-rated parts don't understand the needs of females. First of all, when you set up shop, you need to handle it the same way as if you were open any other service-oriented business. You must conduct market research, check competition, analyze the market, create a marketing strategy, create strong branding, and many other things. And yes, invest in yourself, financially and time-wise. Sophisticated women go for the company of a sophisticated man, Looks will only get you so far. Why do females charge more? I think this is a simple example of supply and demand. The male industry is a substantially smaller operation than its female counterpart. A lot more men with disposable income retain the services of women than the other way around. In my opinion, it is slightly changing, but it is going to take a lot more time. There can also be social stigma surrounding this. Seeing an older man with a younger woman is almost acceptable in most circles. However, seeing an older lady with a younger man tends to raise a lot more eyebrows. Having said that, the mindset of people has been changing, but slowly. Question number 9. What's the most fun experience you had with a client? To which Alex replies, I thoroughly enjoy all types of travel with clients. The time we usually spend together allows us to do everything. Camaraderie, debauchery, creating memories, and more importantly, establishing a connection. Instead of directly answering your question, my apologies, I am going to tell you that the most fun I have had with a client was because of the emotional connection we have built. Love it. It made everything a lot more incredible, from the outdoor activities all the way to indoors. You can have the most lavish trip to the most beautiful destination in the world. If the company is not compatible, then the trip won't be amazing either. I have said this many times, but it is all about the journey, not the destination. And the last question I've asked was, do you see yourself retiring from escorting and starting a family? To which Alexander said, most definitely, at some point I do. Perhaps I may find a partner one day who understands the peculiar particularities of my work and accepts it. While we still have traditional gender roles and relationship norms in our society, we also now have many people who are progressive thinkers and allow their relationships to be handled in a progressive way, which creates these hybrid relationship types. I definitely perceive myself as someone who would enjoy the latter. And those were all my questions. And for those who are interested in spending time with Alexander, you can go to his website on www.vip, 
mailescort.net. When I was searching for uh, mail providers myself for my own, um, you know, yeah, for, for my own enjoyment, entertainment, I keep seeing um, a lot of men, they do take pictures, they either take photos of themselves naked or they, it's very one-dimensional. Um, and when I saw Alexander's profile, I had to contact him because his pictures, his photos look very professional. Um, he's very well-spoken, intelligent, and uh, from the website that I checked out, he looks very handsome, even though his face is blurred out. But um, yeah, you know, it's really hard to find quality male providers, but it is doable. And uh, yeah, but yeah, it's so it's so good to know what the industry is like for males. You have been listening to Esco Confessions. My name is Lily Monroe. You can find me on www.lilymonbro.com. Lily has two L's. So, yeah, uh, find me, book me, let's, let's hang out, let's have fun together, let's explore. Um, if there are certain fantasies you've always wanted to accomplish, I am super open-minded. I do a lot of things. So, yeah, just go to my website, www.lilymonbro.com. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next time.